That is so irresponsible. 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 Yo, what up, everybody? It's your boy Chip T, and we're back with another episode of Irresponsible Mentors. We got the good brother, Tuck. How y'all doing, people? How y'all doing? Another wonderful day in the neighborhood. You still alive? I'm talking to you, so I'm oh, doing pretty good. All right, good, good. You know, people be missing you, so I mean, haven't heard from you in <laughs> three nobody, weeks. Ain't, ain't nobody missing my black ass, I promise you. <laughs> and back by popular demand, uh, we have the divorce doc. How you doing? Hello, hello. Hi. We wanted to have Thanks. you back on. Yeah, we wanted to have you back on. Um, this time, we're going to see if she can talk about... Well, obviously, everybody did like your conversation last time, and they like how it free flowed. Uh, see, see how you do with topics this time a little bit, and then Perfect. obviously, I'll uh, give some advice because uh, I think one person asked a question for you, which is, and I'm interested to see Tuck's uh, wisdom because you know Tuck always has something to say. Very wise man, very wise man. I'm just saying, man. Like I think, he, honestly, I think people listen to the show because people are gonna try to holler at you. <laughs> Damn! Not the content. Damn! I think, I think, I think so, man. I think, I think people interested like man. I want to holler at her because they heard her and they saw her, and they were just like, "Well, fuck this. Let me go and listen to these dumbasses again, so she can be back on." So, um, um, well, at least you're no longer intimidated by me, so we're okay. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't speak for other. I can't speak for the other people that pop up in your DMs. You know, you may scare the hell out of them. You <laughs> <laughs> basically said we ain't shit, man. And damn. Well, thank you, you for holding this. Thank you. You know, hey, you know what? It's not me that's saying we ain't shit. It's technically your fans that said we ain't shit. Yeah, man. Fuck all y'all out there. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five hundred downloads right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe it's because of they seen the Netflix. I don't know. Maybe it's clickbait. I, I don't know if they listening the whole way. They probably listen to what you had saying, like Tuck said, turn it off. So uh, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, how was your week this week, Tuck? Everything cool? Oh man, everything good. Um, I'm alive. Happy to see you another day. Okay? Um, you know, I think God sometimes teases me. I think He put people in my life to fuck with me to see how I do. And um, mm. you know, I ain't choked nobody yet. I ain't cussed nobody out yet, man. I'm trying to get right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now what? Now what? This another week. Will it last this week? It probably won't last this week. So, so you were tempted this week. Overall, man, you were tempted this week. Yeah, super tempted. Super tempted, man, but I didn't do anything, man. Good. I don't want you to have to go to the human resources office, you know what I mean? So Yeah. <laughs> Crystal, how was your week, ma'am? Oh man, it has been a grind. I have been in full production mode, so I'm actually uh working on a website and launching my Facebook group this next week. So uh, more to come on that. But yeah, Tuck, I'm gonna send you some meditations or something to keep you uh, keep you uh out of stress mode. Man, send me send me something, man. Send me some midgets. Send me something, man. Some right? I need some. I need something. All right? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Hey, I, I, I got a quick. Hey, Krista, though, I got a quick question. Yeah. Like, um, you said that you know you, you're you're doing um your online stuff and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Your Facebook group. So yeah. you can have just like a, a a bunch of like divorced motherfuckers just in your group. <laughs> 
Nah, so um, <laughs> kicking it. <laughs> so that's actually a question that's come up a lot is like, do I only work with people who are divorced? Um, no, it's just, it's kind of my niche. Like I, I know and understand the pain of going through that. Um, but mainly I go through, I deal with people who have been out of long-term relationships. Um, I hesitate on working with people who are thinking about getting divorced. Cause I don't want to have that bad juju of like, causing people to break up like I I too talk to people and kind of coach them through their feelings but yeah I'm never gonna like take sides um, when I don't know both sides um, but yeah no there are there are some people even there are some women in my divorce Facebook group um, candidly uh, my Facebook page is about uh, 2700 strong 98% are men um, <laughs> <laughs> it is it is more sausages than Oktoberfest right now but um, oh, okay. they're, they're good dudes and um, I actually can keep women off my page just because they get kind of catty and get very um, judgmental. And so it's my safe protection haven for uh, men to just be free and honest. So the women on, okay. on, on, on your page, right? Like, how about, you know, just for social experiment, you try yeah. to hook up, <laughs> follow me, Tuck, <laughs> hook up one of the divorcee men with the divorcing woman and then write a blog about it. Give them free things. Like it'd be like married at first sight, but divorce doc style. That would be dope. Yes. Although I'm not a pimp. <laughs> Damn. Nobody, um, nobody, nobody, nobody wanted to do I was just like, that'll be cool. <laughs> you might have changed her. You might no, have changed I've, I've legit to had people, I've legit had people be like, Hey, do you have girlfriends? And I was like, yeah, I have girlfriends, but, some like they're not all going to fit like your suit like I'm not a matchmaker like if I had a magic pocketbook of like hot chicks that were all sane ready to go like yeah I'd be a millionaire but I don't so but no, I just but no, no, no. you're like you're like are, are you like the you like the Dalai Lama of divorce men <laughs> uh, they all just they all just come they, they, they all just come to Christmas to seek that wisdom I like it there are many different sources I just happen to be a girl and funny and smart as hell. And other than that, they can go to a dude, they can do whoever they want, but you know, I think it's about finding your tribe and finding who you jive with. And that's when you're going to be your most honest. But, but Crystal, my question to you is, yeah. I, and I want to, I'll get off the top. I was thinking about this about three <laughs> yeah. seconds ago. Um, <laughs> is, there, is there any, is, is there any competition with you? Like, have you met anyone else that was like a divorce doctor in another state? So search. Um, there are um, you know, women coaches. Most women cater to other women. Um, uh, there are men that work particularly like in like kind of uh, you know, man groups that they go out and like beat bongos and like, you know, jump over fire and find their masculinity together. Um I think there are most most relationship coaches market themselves to both sexes. Um, where I particularly will not work with women um, unless they have to be a very, very special woman for me to work with them. Um, I just jive better with men. Um, so I wouldn't say there's not necessarily no competition. I think it's just finding the right person for uh, your needs and who you who you get. And most of my people, most of the people I work with, are, like at the end of every call, they're like, yo, I feel so much better. And you made me laugh. Like, 
you know, I, I had one guy who, uh, he was like, oh, my heart hurts. I'm like, or he's like, my heart's burning. I was like, well, at least it's not your genitals, man. Like, it's still okay. Man, that's fucking gas, man. That's gas. <laughs> yeah. I think he, he, stopped, he, like, stopped, like, being in pain for a second and laughed. It's like, you know, like, I can I can throw some jokes in between, you know, sessions. And um, and that's just my personality. Um, but, no, I, I, I'd say there, there are a couple other coaches who I follow. Um, and, like, but... Everyone's got their tribe, man. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah Tuck. Well, there's no other divorce doc. Like, so I think it's a good name, like I said before. And uh, one thing we did talk about, Tuck, was uh, since the last show, like Net- Netflix Dick, if you haven't heard this one and it's the first time you're hearing uh, us three together, go listen to that one. What do you think of Tuck about some Dick on Demand shirts? Would you wear it? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hold on, man. hey man, you, you know how, how are you, you know a what? member of this show yeah, hold on, hold and you on, won't wear the on, shirt? Man. Okay, okay, but for one, for one, I think there's, I think there's, there's things called positive stereotypes. All right, there's yeah. certain things that you know men can do, and women can do, and vice versa can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Crystal can wear a dick on demand shirt, and I think it's like, oh, oh shit. Oh. That's yeah, yeah. Me on us, but but us on the other hand, if we were a dick on the man shirt, I think you need to put like a sentence in it. Like it needs to be dick on the man, comma, and something else. Like it can't just stop at dick on the man. Like that's damn near like this like us wearing a t-shirt. You know, it's like yo, you know, call me delicious or some shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, you I know. think you need to have like some subtext that says like private contractor for hire or something. Yeah, like, uh, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't yeah. Many, I don't want too many dudes calling me delicious. And yeah, you, you're right. I forgot we in DC too. You wear that down there. They're going to be like, oh, what's up? You know, they're going to be like, look at this little chocolate drop. Not that I'm calling you that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I mean, that's, hey, I don't know, man. You just call me a chocolate drop. No, no. It's not just me. I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> listen, man. I know you think you are a French mocha and everything like that. And um, No, I said mocha you know, brown. But don't, mocha. don't get it. Mocha. Don't get it twisted, man. If you wore that shirt too, there's some cats in DC. I know you think you all hefty. They'll bend your ass over too. So. <laughs> yeah, get to shut the hell up. <laughs> well, what are we talking about? Anyway, can we switch the topic? Get the topic. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Uh, so, a very uh, good week. Uh, and I know, Tuck, you said you didn't want to, but we got to bring it up, man. Uh, okay. Kamala. Is uh going to be on the vice president ticket? Is she is the second African American person, uh, besides Barack Obama, to be on a major party's ticket? How'd you feel about the news of seeing that Biden chose Camilla Harris to run alongside of him? Um, I mean, I'm happy that he picked someone that's you know, I think every politician's going to have their ups and downs, they're good and they're bad. I know she. She's done some things in the past. I think a lot of people aren't too happy about. But for the most part, you know, the way I think the state of the union that we're in right now, we can only go up. Mm. So <laughs> I'm happy. But I'm not big onto the political thing. I've never been a big political person until this year. And it's not really about politics, per se. It's just that person that's in office. That's all. You know, so. I mean, I think she's, I think they're going to, she'll do a great job. Yeah. How do you feel, Crystal? I think it is a smart move um, as far as kind of building out your team and, you know, having a well-rounded team. Um, 
But yeah, kind of like Tuck, I don't follow a lot of politics, to be honest. Um, I think anything's better than a giant Cheeto, but I... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, No, I can say I didn't start following politics really because... Obviously, in 2008, that was the first time I was able to vote. I voted. Not going to lie, I didn't vote in 2012 because I already knew what it was. 2016, it was like, yo, both of them trash, which we sh- I should have voted. And this year, hell, I'm going to just vote because, god dang, like, it's crazy what we what's in the White House right now because, yeah, Buddy's just been fucking up for three years in a row and stuff. But I like how all, it brought all this social and ju- uh, social change and stuff and t- before you took off you were able to go see what the blm plaza is that what it's called yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, went, I went down there and i saw it and it was a it was a beautiful sight just the, not really the art per se but um just, just the whole vibe because it was everyone down there and it was just peace it was people taking pictures with cops it was cops down there taking pictures with people it was just a huge mixture of everyone um, and it was, a, it was a beautiful thing to see. But I would say about Joe Biden, I do think this move with Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris, however, I'm messing, I'm messing her name up. I think <laughs> it's a just smart like move. Fox. I think, <laughs> I think it's a very, I think it's a very smart move to bring, to bring um, black voters. I'm not, you know, to the, to the polls this year. I think Joe knows what he's doing. Um, and he's being strategic about everything. Yeah, and I think it is because uh, because like all this social stuff going on. Like, obviously, if he didn't do that, he would have alienated the black vote. So, I mean, sometimes it's all about timing. So that's why I think he did. And then let's be honest, like Joe's not the the most <laughs> sane person right now. He reminds me of like my old <laughs> uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like he just say some wild shit and you just let him get get his shit off because he like 80. And like once you get like he, 80, he reminds he reminds me of that Family Guy character, the one that always want to fuck on um, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the crazy that's, dude. That's what he reminds me. I'm like, like, you, like I went to five and see Joe step outside the White House one day to get the mail and his dick out. Like, oh shit, my bad. Yeah. And he just, you know, <laughs> it's just a bathrobe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit just slip open. Yeah, like, they go damn Joe again. Like so. <laughs> Cause I don't even think like I think he really thinks that he won't make it the four years like and that's like it sounds fucked up but like if I'm eighty if you were eighty like tell me if I'm wrong both of you if you were eighty would you want to be the president of the United States like when I'm eighty I want to do some fun shit like chill like try to play video games like you know like I'm about to kick the bucket I don't need all that pressure. Well, and the the White House ages you fast. I mean, if you look at Obama before he went into the White House and after, like that dude aged like three times. Like he was like Benjamin Button. He just... Yeah, I, I and yeah, I know I he, I he, he didn't stop smoking Newport either. So I don't care what nobody says. Like if you if you were the president of the United States and you smoked before you went in there, guarantee you smoking while you in there. Can't tell me no different. I mean, you got to think, man. That dude's been in politics his whole probably his entire life, and I think. It's the opportunity there that he's been reaching for for years is like finally right there. And I kind of think he, he kind of got lucky with his opponent. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, luckily, if it was any other Republican, like decent, capable Republican candidate, I don't think he would have a chance. But I think he does have a chance because his opponent, kind of like how 45 had a chance because of his opponent. Uh, so yeah. I definitely think this is something like to him. I think Joe is like, oh, this is an easy win. I think 45 knows it's an easy win too for Joe. That's why a lot of other stuff going on. But 
I don't know, man. I just want someone to. I just want someone in the office going to represent yeah, the yeah. American people the right way. Yeah, because I mean this this whole quarantine stuff is kind of made politics like obviously right now we don't really get to see all the rallies and stuff. So obviously with quarantine, uh, they've been doing everything virtual and everybody's been stuck in the house. And then uh, obviously when the president does his briefings, he's doing them virtually now through the white house. And that's how he's kind of getting his narrative out. So a lot of people just been going stir crazy, Uh, but we got sports back tuck. Right. And yes, finally we have some distraction to, kind of take our mind off of stuff well uh mlb's back um but they really haven't you know been able to do like the nba and kind of keep everybody in the bubble right um because obviously there's teams all across the united states uh so the nfl's back now tuck and like i said they trying to keep everybody bubbled in too so there's a young player right he's going stir crazy he's thinking to himself Mm -hmm. How can I get a female in my pseudo bubble? Plays for the Seahawks, rookie. He comes up with a grand idea. What do you think his idea was, sir? I mean, I'm a cheat because I already read it and I already spoke on this. <laughs> but uh, my, my, my man tried to bring some trim inside the uh, hotel during COVID, you know? <laughs> he, said, he said, fuck these rules, right? <laughs> like, And fuck everybody, all the 80 other players on the team. <laughs> I need to get some ass. So you with know this... what, man? We, we, we had, we had a, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. Wait, finish what you're saying. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, we, we had this conversation in the previous podcast, um, you know, about the, which one was it that we did about about the the NFL guys that robbed the poker game and oh, they drove yeah. off and they and they get away car with Lamborghinis? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm speaking to I'm speaking to my black players. I'm speaking to my black people, right? <laughs> and, and you know, and you know me, man. Like you know, my background, my family I have everybody. My mom, white, Hawaiian, Korean, all in my family. So I'm very adaptable. I love diversity. I got to speak direct to my black people. This young man, you you made. You, I'm trying to say this without laughing. You made this. You made the NFL, which is rare. A lot of people do not get it. There's a lot of people hustle. Less than less than point five percent. Point five percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you telling me during a fucking pandemic, you are in a hotel, and your teammates they don't have nobody in there because they are they getting paid to play a game that kids play for free. Mm-hmm. And this buddy says, you know what? Fuck the Seahawks. Fuck y'all. Fuck I want Carol. some pussy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck the Seahawks. <laughs> fuck this money. I want some pussy. I ain't mad at him. I get it. I do get it. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, that time of the moment, you think you're the big dog now. But my thing is, though, I'm not mad that he, he tried to pick some trim over his teammates. He did how he tried to sneak the girl in. She just put a Seahawk with a hoodie on and a hat. You got a post a ponytail. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Come on. That's where I'm at. It's like that's got to be the worst damn costume ever. Like I'm thinking about the girl (laughs) shame of what that looks like. Like. Like he could have snuck in, like like in a hotel. Like he could have got a. There's just so many other things, like because you don't see one a lot of women in an NFL front office, and then you see somebody. Obviously, all the front office know like what the fuck's going on, and they very cautious, like because Tuck said, even though motherfuckers don't 
act like it. We're still in a pandemic and COVID is still killing people. 160,000 plus have died in America. It's just funny that buddy, like, like you say, threw away his fucking contract over some ass. That's just. Like, and, 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 and that's the thing that, that, that pissed me off. So the Seahawks, they have these big equipment bags that you see on the sidelines all the time. They're huge. It could fit like <laughs> 60 pads in there, right? So I'm bringing this pad. I'm bringing, I'm bringing this bag up because I'm thinking like, you know what? If you're going to stick somebody in, put the damn yeah. girl in the bag and carry it. I Smart. mean, you can, it's, so, it's so many other ways that you could have done well, this. Well, well, well first I, of all, I, first I like of all, uh, Tucker's thoughts and sediments do not represent. <laughs> <laughs> do not put a girl in a bag. Yeah. Do not do hey. that shit. <laughs> hey. Listen, I, I say, and listen, okay, don't lock the bag all the way up. Like, give me some air. Like, crack it a little bit. Right? She got to breathe. You know, I don't want you bringing a girl to the room and she dead. Like, she can't fuck dead pussy. But, see, uh, my head's thinking, screw it, let's go the direct route. Let's go caper style and, like, have her dress up as a maid steal someone's key card and get her yeah, ass up there. That's, that's how you do it. Like, I if 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 you wanted to do that, <laughs> like, one, you should just be protecting everybody because there's 79 other players that are on that team. So, but if you're going to do it, like, I don't know, do like I mean, Jamal shit, Crawford. If, if that's, unless it's unless that's your main girl, I mean, shit, I mean, you can get some on the in the parking lot. I mean, does she really deserve the hotel room? We don't no. know that. I'm pretty sure he's thinking about that. Like, man, I just met her on fucking Tinder. This girl, I just gave her that Tinder dick. And that shit should have been on the outside, in the corner, in the lobby or something like that. But not, I think the Seahawks did it smart. You know, a young man is getting some, if getting some pussy is more important than making millions playing a football game. Go right at it. And now he's back home in wherever he's from, Oregon or whatever, Oklahoma. And he can get all the trim he wants. But that's just stupid. That's just dumb. Yeah, and you know, to be honest, they're probably looking to make an example of people who are doing this right now. So, uh, yeah. it's just How long is training camp this year? Shit, not even four weeks. Oh, come on, brother. No, like five. No, it'll, it'll be it'll be five and a half because they in their second week, and you got to think the season starts on the thirteenth, and we're already the sixteenth. So yeah, five and a half weeks. So it's not even a full. And you tell me months. five weeks, man. You you can't wait. No, it would have been three months for him because you know the rookies show up three weeks prior, so he didn't even have to do many rookie OTAs or any of that shit. Like he literally went in and did the regular training camp. So yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know. Sad man. Yeah, it's sad man. Did, hey, you, did you ever see how your old girl look? I mean, not that it matters. <laughs> I'll be like, hold on. Nah, Come on, man. There's somebody, there's somebody listening to this show right now who just heard all the rhetoric we just said. That question popped up in their fucking head. Like, no, I want to know what it was like. Damn, so depending on how good she looked, it was worth no, throwing it all no, away. No. Come on I now. Did, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Did I say that? Did I say that? No, you didn't I, say you that. Had, you had to, you, you acting real political right now. I didn't say that. No that looks are worth a contract. Yeah, exactly. That's just a curiosity. That's all. I'm just curious. So, so Crystal, you thought so the same I, thing? I, Absolutely, no no looks are worth a contract. That that was just dumb. That was stupid. Yeah, but you wanted, to, but y'all both wanted to know how she looked, though. <laughs> oh hell yeah! yeah I, mean, I mean, how she? I mean, she got to be super, super, super fine to throw away a damn NFL contract. Uh, like like she said, I don't think no looks is worth it. Like unless yeah, she, like, she, she's she like a, a solid five, like he's kicking himself even more right now. And then, I'm like, telling you, if he met her, 
if he met her on Tinder, bruh, come oh. on, man, you, oh. nah, man, you can do better. I mean, nothing wrong with Tinder. My child at the Tinder and everything, but <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you can. You Irresponsible can do better, mentors man. is not sponsored by Tinder. Uh, no, thank I'm you. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, not yet. It's coming. All right. So with sports being back into the the forefront, um. Obviously, the NBA came back and they had a lot of um, uh, just like initiatives and stuff by putting names and stuff on the back of their jerseys. Uh, you've seen anyone from Kyrie Irving to LeBron James to Coach Popovich, and you know he's always very vocal. Um, Tuck, how you felt about how the NBA came back and let the players kind of dictate how they wanted to just, uh, um, approach the social uh, justice reform that they trying to do right now i've i've said it plenty of times the nba has the best they have the best commissioner in the league and i think between them the ufc they've done everything you can't get any better than how they're doing it how they're how how they've done it and continue to do it with the playoffs going on i like the message that you're trying to send and i think um they've always been a great great organization when it comes to articulating their point without pissing people off you know, like, hey, this is an important matter. 97% of our players are black. And, you know, we need to stop and take a look at, hey, y'all y'all see these millionaires and everything balling. When they get pulled over and stuff like that, cops ain't paying attention to that shit. You know, mm. they're still, yeah, you might be recognizable, but the person that's on the bench of the Portland Trailblazers, who's the Portland Trailblazers 12th man? I don't fucking know that, <laughs> you know. But my, I think, but that's my point. A lot of people probably don't, and they and they in another city, another um, state, or whatever. And you're driving home, and all the stuff that's going on, you know, especially when it comes to like um in the black community, you know, that's the message they're trying to send. It's not about a black and white thing. It's a hey, we hear you, we see you, we feel you, and I think they do a great, great job of getting that point across without you know people without a lot of negative feedback. Now, negative feedback is different than ignorant feedback. Yeah, a lot of ignorant feedback is definitely coming out of this. You can't help that. That's that's the world, but not a lot of negative. You know, because I think I've been enjoying watching it. And uh, Chris, with you in the corporate world, like has your we don't we're not gonna talk about your job, but mm-hmm. have they uh, have they addressed it at all in in corporate America where you work? Addressed what? Just like everything that's going on with the George Floyd, the civil unrest, and all that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we did, we did Juneteenth and, you know, definitely like a lot of diversity and a lot of like topics around, um, inclusivity. So we do a lot of like things even with like the military and like gay and lesbian and all, all that stuff. I mean, definitely it's one, um, I've been fortunate to work for a lot of companies who are very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't make it the major topic. We actually just shut that. We shut down calls legit for, um, Juneteenth. So like, I respect that tremendously, but it's not, you know, even being in Portland, like I have riots or no, riot protests, whatever you want to call it, going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm far enough away, so I, I don't really see it. Um, but they're still going on as well here in Portland. And uh, mm-hmm. w- w- with with your your background being mixed, have you ever experienced racism or no? I, I don't know because we never really get to talk. Like we we talk to African American females, but from your side, be have you ever? Anybody ever say anything racist to you because they know that you're not all the way white? No. So, I mean, I'm like a weird mix that most people can't figure out what the hell I am. Um, (laughs) So for 
all listeners, um, I am Japanese and Puerto Rican right down the middle, um, but I grew up in Hawaii, Ooh, so... that's exotic. It's Japanese, <laughs> thank you. Oh, um, my God. Here we go. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, when I grew up, everyone was mixed, so it wasn't, like, a thing. Like, it, it was just common. So the white kids were the ones who got, like, teased and, you know, beat up. And um, moving to, you know, the, the mainland, like, everyone just assumes I speak Spanish. So, like, that's my biggest issue is people walk up and start talking straight Spanish to me. And I'm like, okay. And, like, that's all I can get out because I don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst Latina ever, I swear. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I've experienced racism. Um, you know, if anything, I think I've embraced kind of my my various ethnicity, but I can see how um, bias can come into play with, um, you know, a lot of hiring and companies and, um, you know, even just like on the day to day, like being in like Texas, for instance, like, yeah. so I've seen it. Do, do you get um, offended when people, when you go out on dates or your divorcees talk to you or whatever going on and they assume anything about you that like, you know, somebody walk in and start speaking Cantonese to you or <laughs> ask me to do like, their nails. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like they come out with a big toe out, like, go ahead, girl. Like, let's talk about divorce, but hit that, hit that big toe real quick. Like they do something real just, just stupid. Has it, I'm not saying if anyone has done it, I don't know. But do has people has guys ever approached you like that? Like, oh shit! So what part of um Shenzhen are you from? You're like what? Something <laughs> like I think that? the biggest the biggest um I guess question or commonality is people will ask me if I'm Polynesian because I'm from Hawaii and like I have to explain to them that being Hawaiian is a location and not necessarily like I mean it is a race but not many people who live in Hawaii are actually Hawaiian. Um, in ethnicity. Right. So I think that's the biggest like misconception. Um, mm. Other than that, they just like, most people can't, again, can't figure out what the hell I am. So they, they don't really make assumptions until I tell them they're like, oh, okay, so you kind of spicy and subservient. I see what's going on. So <laughs> spicy and subservient. Okay. Oh, because of the Japanese. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that really true? Uh, I mean, the Japanese culture is very um, male dominated. Absolutely. Mm. I never, because I, I heard it, but I didn't know if it was a stereotype. Yeah. I mean, you think about like geishas and they were all about, you know, just serving in like, uh, you know, essentially they were like pleasure, um, pleasure givers. Mm. Uh, not saying that's why I am. So get your dirty little minds out of here. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm talking you to the listeners, not you, man. You. you, you. You added 10,000 more followers right there. They're like, this, so she a geisha? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's where, we're, like, we don't bring you on here because it seems like mo- mo- now t- more motherfuckers going to be like, shit, man, I need all of her, man. Like, I'm telling you, she has a business, people. She's a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why they probably going to try to talk to you. But, I mean, Tuck already tried to throw an alley-oop last show, so <laughs> keep throwing I'm them, sir. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just, I'm just Hey, listen, Crystal. You don't realize that I'm just watching after you. So I just I want to make sure that when you know, if or when people actually hit you up, you're prepared <laughs> for all the ignorance. You know, like you know, it's a guy hear this and they all they hear is all they heard was you know the Spanish part of you. 
they didn't hear everything else about you just know like literally two words in spanish and they start approaching you you know stand, playing reggaeton and all this other shit you know daddy yankee whatever y'all listen to <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just giving you a heads up man now let's you. be honest in the last two minutes the only thing that anyone heard coming out of my mouth was geisha pleasure seeker and we're and subservient <laughs> Yeah. And uh, Latina, like yeah. that's it. That's, yeah, that's all. That's they, it. That's they 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 took that shit and they took key points. It was like got it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, <laughs> no, but so you seen this guy, right? Um, and we'll get back on to getting into Crystal's topics. But there's this guy, right? Uh, do you ever have problems with identity? Like you know, you're a black man, right, from South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you tell me that. I believe you. So, yeah, yes, yeah. I <laughs> you own it. Just like when Crystal said she is Latina and Japanese. Like, she owns that shit. Doesn't know how to speak a lick of Spanish, but she's Latina. And nobody, we're not going to yeah. fault her for that, right? Uh, how would you feel if you met one of your friends, right? And he had an identity issue, right? Let's say he liked certain stuff that wasn't socially accepted. Would you call him out on it? Like, like, like he like doing stuff like R. Kelly like doing shit. No, like hell yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> now you go to an extreme. Like uh, he ain't outside the high school picking up girls. Like I'm just saying. I mean, if you if you my if you my boy if you my friend, um, male or female, I mean, you do you. If it, you know, I could talk about stuff that bo- that doesn't bother me, but I'm not going to try to change your mind at the same time. But we are going to discuss it if we're cool like that. So I'll definitely say something. Or I guess I'll say, to, say something to get a better understanding if it's something I don't completely understand. If I'm lost, I'm not a smart dude like that. If I'm lost about something, I will ask questions. And yeah. I will want to understand. So you always ask the question of why, right? Like, try of to course. Understand. No, but not, all, not, not always why, but I mean, I, got, I have common sense. You know, if it's something <laughs> I really don't understand, I'll ask why, but if I'm completely lost about something, it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's like kind of, if I would have wore those, we would have wore those t-shirt Netflix dick or some <laughs> shit, like whatever you just said, <laughs> you know, I, I think that would have a lot of more, that, that, that would have more questions. Yeah, I was going to send you one. I, I, I was just going to send you one and then ask you like, yo, take a flick so we could put it up. And you'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm not wearing nah, it. Like why you can keep that. Man. Yeah, why do you, you want me to wear that. this? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'll use that for a basketball. Shirt. <laughs> well, you practicing by yourself. I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crystal. So when you see somebody in your friend group, or even one mm-hmm. of your people that you're coaching, um, doing something that you don't agree with, do you? What is your reaction to it? Do you call them out? Do you ask why? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's it's one, are they self-aware? So, like, are they realizing that they're doing it? Um, I, I like to surround myself with people who are at least owning what they're doing. So if they're not able to acknowledge, like, what they're doing is harmful or, like, why they're doing something, then it, to me, that's, like, inauthentic. You're just like, like yo, if, if you want to, like, claim that you're, you know, I don't know you like dogs, like whatever, like, I don't care, just own, own it. Like, um, but essentially I think I will call people out or at least be like, so explain this to me. Um, mm-hmm. and if I don't understand it, I'll tell them I don't understand it. Um, 
try to seek to be as knowledgeable as I can. But yeah, there's some things that I'm like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't quite understand why, why you like that, but that's that's you. Okay, well, let's break this down because uh, Tuck, he he's a he's a, a a wise dude. Tuck, have you heard of the dude Daniel Sims? Did you look at it? You said Daniel. Yes, Daniel Sims. Yes. Okay, uh, Crystal, you haven't looked at it yet, right? I have not. Okay, so let I, let's let's play this. I want you to listen to it. It's about fifty seconds long, and then let's break down what he talks about. And we're going to be his friends and see if it's socially acceptable for him to think like this. Let's say their names Alabama has some opposition from about two dozen members and supporters of the Sons of Confederate Veterans. Regardless how the next person feel, I'm not going to take my flag down. If I got anything to do with it, ain't no monument going to come down. Daniel Sims says he was adopted as a child. My whole family's white. Went to all white school, grew up in all white neighborhood. My grandfather was white and he was the main one that fought in this war here. And he's taught me everything I know. He explains how he'd feel if the statues and flag were relocated. It may make my blood boil if they just come up here and feel like they could just tear it down. I don't see me still living if they do that right there. That monument ain't hurting nobody. That monument ain't killing my soul. It ain't talking bad to nobody. It ain't It ain't, ain't even racist. All right. Hold on. Hold on. What if I were to tell you that you are an African-American? Sir! Listen! I'm going to make this clear. I'm in no way, shape, or form involved in any negative. You understand? Yes, sir, but... Uh, but, but nothing. Mr. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a book signing to go to. Why don't you bring your media cameras over there if you want to see some real truth? Crystal. All right, let's play a game. Okay. <laughs> you heard the clip, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me what race he is. Oh, he's white. <laughs> no, sorry, he's black. He's black. Sorry. <laughs> and why do you think he's black? Um, I think I did actually see the clip. But, okay, so okay. I, I'm kind of cheating. But, you cheated. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did cheat. Um, but he definitely it, it it reminds me of like the guy who's like raised by wolves. Like he just thinks he's white on the inside. Or Uncle, what's <laughs> the, or or or, or, Clay, or Clayton Bigsby, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, the blind black dude that was in the KKK. Uh, so yeah, Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just it's so much to break down. Like, t- did you did you did you Pete when he said his grandfather died for this flag? And it's like the Civil War was in like eighteen forty six. Like, there's no man. way that your granddad talked to you, man. Like, that means man, his grand. It's, it's it's so there's so much wrong <sighs> with what that that dude said and. Listen, you have every right to. He was raised by white people, so I'm pretty sure the people in that little town probably taught him, <laughs> you know, you're going to grow up with your environment. You know, just like Chris about it, raised by wolves. Right? Um, I haven't seen, I think I, I watched the movie a long time ago, Kid Raised by Wolves. He's going to have a lot of the mannerisms that wolves do. I yeah. get it. That's all you know. But A, okay, they taught you all the stuff until all white families, all white schools, they probably taught you the Confederacy was like the shit. But a, you're a grown man. B, you can read for yourself <laughs> and learn this stuff. And for you to think that you know the statue did nothing is not wrong, whatever. But what that statue represents is wrong, mm. and the stuff that that statue has done in the past to, if he was adopted, so probably to his actual family, 
that's wrong, yeah. you know. But you know, it, it's it's twenty twenty now, and it's you know, it, I, to go back to your original question, that's one of my friends. Ah, I just look at him like I don't know how we became friends, like, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, I, and, and if my friends, if they, if y'all rock that shit, that like, that's cool. Like I'm not gonna agree with it. Like I, I mean, because if you, if, in my opinion, and y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, if you have a Confederate flag, I don't necessarily think that you're a racist but i just don't see why you condone racism it's, it's almost a thing of like you're accepting it you know what i mean like because that, that that flag represents something totally different than southern heritage and southern pride like i just i just i never understood it because when you like tell, you've been over to europe i i'm pretty sure you haven't seen no statues of hitler or nazi flags flying around like they no nah man you you don't you don't see it a lot they got they they get rid of all that stuff they don't want any remembrance of the hate that went that went on in Germany or throughout Europe it's still there but it's not publicized how we have a NASCAR events and monuments and all the stuff like that if that's your go to and that's what you like more power to you man I'm not gonna sit here to judge you and everything but I think a lot of people that still support that stuff. A, they don't want to know the truth and they don't want to take the time to know the truth. And B, that's just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even say ignorance plays a part of it, but ignorance plays a part of it. Did you just say that, <laughs> <laughs> that it was supported by NASCAR? <laughs> it was, man. Like, yo, growing up in the, okay, so. Growing up in this, growing up in South Carolina, oh, yeah, yeah, one of the um, yeah, one of the biggest raceways we have in South Carolina, Darlington. I didn't even know Darlington was like 30, 40 minutes where my grandma, my grandmother's house is at, and um, it's a huge racetrack. But you go to a NASCAR event, and oh my goodness, the Confederate flag is everywhere, everywhere. Like it's it's, it's probably you probably see it more than American flags. So. Yeah. Everyone has their reason behind it. They just don't want to do the time to take the history to understand like why people are are pissed about that flag and what it really represents. Yeah, because uh, NASCAR banned it from the infield. You can't have it inside the track anymore. So I don't think it was accepted. Like NASCAR <laughs> itself was not like, oh shit, we're gonna put a Confederate flag. But you went to that center field before the races. That there were there was probably more Confederate flags than American flags. So. Uh, NASCAR is a big Southern sport. I, I don't watch it. It's just uh, cars making left turns to me. Like I never understood it. So, but what I mean, else? Old buddy sound confused to me. Man. It does. Old man. buddy sound confused, and like you know, as long as he, <laughs> I just hope he doesn't read or see anything a documentary about the truth about Confederate flag. <laughs> he's gonna be lost. Oh, he might. He might be cheering him on. He's like, man, the be black sucks, and he's like. What? What? I don't. I don't know, man. It's 2020. I I don't know. So, do you think he's allowed to date white women in that town? Uh, Ah, that's what I'm saying. Because you, you like, because like he. So, if I I want to know, like, if because if they fucking are so down with it and they are about Southern pride, is he socially accepted in that? Fucking ecosystem that he lives in. You damn right he is. No, I I want to know. I want to know more about Daniel Sims. If he if he comes out and he has a white wife, all that other stuff, I'm like, I got it. But if they, how you gonna rock with them if they don't even let you let you date their own? 
That's what I want to know. Man, yo, he can date whoever he, uh, all, if you if his wife is right in that town. <laughs> that's and that, that Daniel Daniel Sims is winning in that town. He's seriously like your modern day Clayton Bigsby. You know, like he he really is. But just, he's just, he's just not blind. Oh man. Uh well, hey, hey Daniel Sims. Hey, Crystal, you still looking to go on a date, right? Could you go on a date with, with Daniel to talk uh, <laughs> Confederate issue? <laughs> I don't think me and Daniel would have much to talk about. Oh, Just the way he said school kind of irritated me a little bit. Yeah, yeah his whole... Cause... Daniel, would be, Daniel would be so confused if we went on a date with Crystal. He wouldn't even know where to start. He would probably, probably be like, so... Uh, Hiroshima sucks, huh? What? <laughs> hey, man, read the fucking room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't oh. know where to start with Crystal, and I think I think Crystal her, her vocabulary would be way too advanced yeah. for for Daniel. <laughs> uh, speaking of like dating and all this stuff, man, let's get into some good stuff. Uh, obviously, because we got a, a dating. Uh, expert you know that helps uh men and stuff uh there was an article that came out and i shared it with tuck and then uh, i know you said you were gonna look at it um so there's a report that came out that two identical twin sisters and identical brothers married each other did you read about that crystal i did i did could you tell like could you tell us about because tuck from just off the clickbait did, when you looked at that, did that make your head turn to the 45 degree? Like, my head kind of turned and squinted um, when I read it. Because I was like, that's well, kind of weird. Well, the, the first time you sent it to me, you actually just sent me a Yahoo. Yeah, link. yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, but you know how the Yahoo links refresh. So yeah. I don't know what you were talking about. I'm yeah. like, what, what am I reading right now? Um, later on throughout the day, I actually saw this come up on MSN. I was like, that's different. And of course, my <laughs> I started thinking about all others. Shit you shouldn't be thinking about. I'm like, man, I wonder if they switch or not. Like, you like to get like, oh shit, I'm fucking twin. B. I thought of shit like that, but I thought it was unique because that's actually the first time I've ever heard. And I think that what you said, they're pregnant at the same time, right? Yeah, I think they got. I think they're pregnant at the same time. So mm-hmm. I've never heard anything like that before. Is that is that is that is so you find that weird or intriguing? Because I find it weird. I find it intriguing. Um, because weird to me can, can sometimes be said. I think I think weird can sometimes can be categorized as a negative thing, and I don't want to say this is negative. I just find it intriguing because it's a unique situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird part would go in if you sit down and actually talk to these four people, and then you start finding out, like, well, I don't know, like I, I just said, that they're responsible. Twin A fucks twin B, and it's not his wife. Like, yeah, we switch off every other week. I'm like, all right, now that's just strange and weird. But who knows, you know? But I find it intriguing more than weird, though. Okay. The crystal, how yeah. you, so what, do, do your deep dive. What'd you find out about it? Deep dive. So, I mean, here's the thing, like, I know, and I'm not a twin, so I'm not going to judge, because I do know people who are twins, and, like, they have this, like, crazy connection and and whatnot. Um, I've also never been one of those girls, like, I didn't, like, dream about my wedding growing up, even both of them, okay? So, uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, okay. so the idea of having, like, this big, you know, gala, dream princess wedding thing never really occurred to me. 
do I think it's awesome that they like met these identical twins and got married? And like, if, if they love each other, great. Do I wonder if they secretly have like numbered tattoos on the bottom of their feet to tell each other apart? Yeah. Um, but ultimately I think the biggest question for me is kind of like, how much is this also kind of capitalizing on what their potential um, wealth is going to be, right? Like this is great clickbait. Um, TLC you know, it's, worthy. Like, it's kind of, is this John and Kate plus eight again? Like, T- are yeah. they trying to, like, you yeah. know, maximize like, Hey, let's all get pregnant together. And, you know, then we can get like sponsorship and get these shows and all these things. So I do wonder a little bit if that's a little bit to play into it. Um, again, not a twin. So I don't quite get the whole dressing like someone and, not be in your own self. Um, but I do also really wonder how they tell each other apart. Maybe smell. I don't know. Because <laughs> cause if you're a twin, you know, you're, you know, the other twin, you know what I mean? Like, and maybe they, there, there has to be something distinguished, distinguishing factors that like, but like Tuck said, my mind went to like, yo, if they switched out, like, are they really, you know what I mean? Right. Tuck or no. I mean, I mean, nah. I, I'm, I'm stupid. Because yeah, my mind I, was like, I, I, tell, I tell everyone, I tell everyone, don't listen to shit I say. Seriously, like, I, I mean, I that's like a great episode of Wife Swap. Yeah, it's like Wife Swap, like, but like, so because I'm not that like, so if they all went out and everybody's drunk and stuff, and then you wake up and you guys are opposite, and y'all switch because y'all were drunk, can you really get mad? Because if they're identical. I mean, Cause they're identical. I mean, it's still cheating. I mean, I don't. I don't <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna shut up, man. I don't know, man. That's just we don't know if their pussies are identical. So yeah, true. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, well, true. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, things that make you go. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, what, what, what can you really say? What can you really say, like to your to your wife, if you get mad at her? Like, man, I knew I picked, I should have fucked your other your sister. Or something. Like, Ooh. I should I picked the wrong twin or something like that. Yeah, because like, that's that's a lot of pressure. Know, because you can have identical twins and y'all look alike, but one could be a fucking drug dealer and one could be a scientist. So what if you get the right. bad twin? You like, God damn it! I knew I should have. Man, Daniel got lucky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's always going to be a, a point of contention in that relationship. Because like, now you got to sit there and worry about because, uh, Tuck, who, who do people say you look like? Ah, uh, man. So many damn people, man. I done heard um, Nick Cannon, Bill Bellamy, um, who was some people just off. I think some people tell me I look like somebody because we both black. Like, um, some girl, she was like, you remind me of Shamar Boy. I'm like, bitch, hey, stop. <laughs> like, I, look, I, don't look, I don't look nothing like no damn Shamar Moore. He's super, super light. And yeah, that brother, that's a good looking brother right there. But so, yeah, that's the main people I get told. So if you broke up with a girl and she dated somebody that looked like you, um, <laughs> would you would you feel some type of way and would you inside yourself have an internal drive to make sure you were doing better than him no i'm not that kind of person <laughs> if i work with a girl and she dates someone that looks like me and my mind i'm gonna laugh like yeah i know you miss me but i'm not gonna like <laughs> wish hate or nothing on her like you know when, once i'm done i'm done i'm more power to you i wish you the best and that's it that's why i don't really date a lot but i'm not gonna wish any hate i'm gonna be no hater 
Because you never want to, you never want to be a hater. And Crystal, has anybody that you dated ever dated somebody that looks like you? One, there is no one that looks like me. Um, my go. closest, my <laughs> here we go. Okay, uh, I do have a doppelganger. Her her name is Michaela Conlin. She was on the show uh, called Bones. She's the closest I've ever seen um, who looks like me. Um, I've only met one other Japanese Puerto Rican girl. Um, but okay, Crystal. Yeah. So, uh, quick, quick interruption, real quick. Have you <laughs> have you have you met guys that that after they date you, they just have like this Asian like fetish? I guess like like a fetish, like an Asian Spanish fetish. Like yo, I'm trying to find. It's like similarities, not looking like you, but just the similarities, like the same body type, same you know, same resemblance. I mean, I think people kind of have like what they like anyway. I mean, generally, most guys that I've dated, like if they like athletic looking girls, they tend to date athletic looking girls. Like I just tend to fit at least what has been um, standards of what the people who I've dated. I mean, I've never obviously dated someone who liked like uh, Amazonian women or like, you know, women with like large tummies but like i i don't know like it's i guess it just depends on like what you're used to so i think everyone has their particular flavor um and i think people tend to stick to it i've tried to date kind of outside of my norm like kind of dated like texas dad bod um which is kind of built like spongebob um and it 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 didn't like jive with me it wasn't (laughs) oh this was in houston yeah in houston yeah (laughs) You know, when when you're surrounded by meat and wine, like you you get a little bit of a heftier build. And Houston, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Houston, uh, Houston has, I mean, but Houston is a is a is a beautiful place. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking. Hey, that, hey, huh? I I got a question to throw out there though before we kind of change topics. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back to the twins for a hot second, and yeah. like I was thinking about this from the guy's perspective. So. Imagine they're like at the club or they're like, you know, at the bar and they see the, tw- the girls, you know, we know that there's kind of like, Hey man, I need you to take one for the team. Yeah. Who took one for the team? Mm. For uh, them too? Uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 oh shit. Yeah. Cause now switch that one off. Like, yeah, my turn, your turn. Like, like, oh, I like the one on the right. Well, I like the one on the right. Okay, well, fine. You can take that one. Like, like I'm, I'm pondering that right now of like what that scene looked like. Oh, you're trying to figure out who settled, yeah. who settled. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. And then your brother always know that too. So if yeah. y'all ever, y'all ever get into a fight, like, bitch, that's why you got the less thing. <laughs> yeah, damn, <laughs> damn. Because <laughs> I would be petty like that. Like that's why I got the chick you wanted. Like. But, mm-hmm. but they look alike. But all right, but I still won. So yeah, that's a that's a good that's that's a crazy question because somebody had to take one. Yeah. Damn. I don't know, mm-hmm. Tuck. Uh, you ever been a good wingman? No, nah, it don't seem like. Oh that. man, like I've been. No, I have, man. Uh, when I first when I first moved to Belgium, surprisingly, man. Um, you know, I didn't have the best luck with ladies coming up. And um, when I was nineteen or twenty, when I first moved to Belgium, I took. For the team, like my boy Chris Sullivan, shout out to Chris, man. If you listen to this, you ain't shit. But I, <laughs> I took one for the team, like, like I re- you ever when people take one for the team, it usually hits you the next day. I yeah, it does. realized it, does. it in the action. I I realized it while the action was going on. Like I couldn't stop it, but I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" And I was just angry. 
and mad at myself. I was mad at my dick. And um, yeah, <laughs> mad, at just, my, uh, <laughs> mad at my dick. Okay, that's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. You know, now you want to get hard. It's just like that's the time you should have just been like, nah, brother, I'm gonna chill tonight. Thank you. Yeah, because because I take him for the team a couple times. That's bad when you realize, because like you said, usually it's the next morning. Was like, fuck, that was crazy. I shouldn't have done that. But when you realize it in the moment, you wasn't drunk enough, sir. (laughs) You were too sober. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't drinking at all. Oh no, no, no. I guess I'm a bad weed man. Because if I'm sober, like I'd be like, yo, man, fuck them chicks. Because I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like you look. But you look too bougie to be a wingman. Like you probably looking at shit that <laughs> motherfuckers don't look at. Like her nails dirty. Like what? Yeah, her nails that, dirty. Like yeah, bro. Man, that for the team. No, that's one thing I always say. If a fucking girl's nails are dirty, I won't fuck with them because it means your body's dirty. Like I just, but bro, no, that's not true, right there. You don't yes, know it is. Unless you're a fucking mechanic, you don't. You don't. You don't, <laughs> you don't know how her night at the. You don't know how her night at the club went. And she could have fell, and some dirt could have got up in there. But you take one for the team. You ain't trying to be her beautician. Well, I'm just saying, man. Your nails tells a lot. Your shoes and your nails tell me a lot about you. How about you care about life? Well, you tell you 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 telling a lot about yourself because no, I'm not. You can't right now. But you, if, if you ever get back in that life, no, I'm you never. Need to show it to run into, and they're gonna be like, nah, 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 nah. I'll I'll wait till um I'll, I'll wait till old buddy Dan. The little black redneck. I'll use him before I use him. <laughs> <laughs> the little black redneck. I know, I know Dan don't give a shit. I, I, can, I just got to buy him a fucking Confederate flag and he'll be happy as shit. Turn on those hands. <laughs> shit. The whole nail. Oh, God. Yeah, you tell a lot about yourself, bro. No, I'm not telling a lot, man. Well, we're going to deep dive in that because I got, I got I some like, shit. That's a whole other show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because I'm no, I still got to talk to him about the bathroom shit, man. But, uh, Obviously, we all have been looking at TV and shit, and Tuck, me and one of his favorite shows, and I found this out too, Tuck, I didn't know that Crystal likes it, is 90 Day Fiance, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, like, classic, classic. <laughs> like that is my number one, like, if you want to see a train wreck and you can't mm-hmm. take your eyes off of it, and it's it's such a stupid show, and then obviously you would think people that actually have careers, and, but there's like smart people, like, there's a lot of, like, I, I guess... We all like to see pain, misery, and like a love story that we think is going to work. But on 90 Day Fiance, I would say 75% of it, you're looking at it saying, this shit's not going to work. Right? Um, you agree, Tuck? Um, I mean, 90, 90 Day Fiance is, if you ever think you're in a, unless you're like, I'm not counting like abusive relationships, so there's nothing that compete with that. Nobody to be hit, man or woman. But um, if you ever think that your relationship is going shitty, you just just like, ah oh, man, we can't be any worse than this. Go to TLC and turn on Ninety Day Fiance. It may start off all nice and neat, like man, what the fuck? I'm watching happy motherfuckers. It may that's episode one. By episode two and a half, three, yeah, yeah, that's when the train wreck gonna just stop falling right there, and you will laugh. It's a, it's the, probably the funniest show on television. No, it is. It's the most captivating show. And I can't wait for it tonight, uh, cause boy, 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 boy. Um, cause when she threw that shoe at him, tuck, ooh, and she was like, "I'm about to go have <laughs> sex with my boyfriend." Uh, uh, so there was this couple on the show, uh, <laughs> and the girl's Brazilian, right, tuck? And he's yeah. he, and uh, he has his mom, and how, we're gonna jump back on it, Crystal. Would you ever 
give advice to a dude and take a client on that stayed with his mom and he was like 37 for no fucking particular reason. Oh, hell no. I'm not taking that as a client. <laughs> Damn. I, 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 I oh, what, if, what if his money good? Oh, Don't matter. He so is, why not? He is why not, not independent not? enough for me to work with. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal. Time out. Time out. <laughs> right. Crystal, time out. We're getting into right. the juicy stuff, time people. Time so you telling me, you telling me that, you know, how you described your job. Say mm-hmm. you have a man that is, you know, divorced, go through the same issues that your other clients are going through. But the difference is that he lives with his mom. The money's still good. He's still coming with the same problems. You wouldn't take him okay. on. Let me let me clarify then. The follow up question is: Why does he live with his mom? Is his is he taking care of his mom? No. For, does he? I said. Like, I, I said. That he's still stuck on mommy's head. I said no fucking <laughs> no fucking particular reason at all. Like it ain't a money issue, it ain't <laughs> it ain't a health issue, it ain't nothing. Cause I'll tell you, I went on a date with a guy once in Houston who uh literally told me that his mom was his best friend, which is, is nice. But then it, it kind of it, it, then it unfolded, right? And it's like, oh yeah, I, I hang out with her every day. And mm-hmm. as a woman, you're like, oh hell no. Cause I'm like then it's like, you know, if his mom is his best friend, then he, one, does not, he's not confident in his masculinity to have male friends. Two, um, you can never live up to mom at that point. Like, mom is going to know all your shit, the, every fight you have. Um, no. Like, so personally, like, I think that would be a hard one for me to, I know that I would I'd never be able to date that. Yeah, I would you have, have a very hard time coaching it, too. Because it took, like, would you date? Because is 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 it is it like a double standard? Because would you date? To- it's a positive. It's, it's a positive. I know where you're going at. It's yeah. a positive double standard, and I think that I've dated women that was cool with their mom. Like, yo, my mom, my homie, that's my dog. But it's not like it's, it's not like your mom's in our business. It's not right. They're not in my business. Yeah. But I know for a woman, and I always used to ask that question to like you know female friends, like, and I get it. Why does that bother you so much? And it's just me being curious because it's different when you have a guy, like Crystal said, you have a guy that's like, you know, you stuck on the tit and mommy, mommy, mommy. For one, as a woman, you already lost that fight because no matter what you've done or what you do, you know, you give him head two times on Sunday, he, mm-hmm. you would never stack up <laughs> to mom. Two mm-hmm. times. Head two times on Sunday. God damn. Like, uh, <laughs> so that's bad. It's the Lord's Day. You got you to gotta, yeah, praise. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and then like for a girl, like you can't even you can't go and get busy at Mom Duke's house, like, right? I mean, nah, I mean, nah. Shit. So, t- your if your girl stayed with her mom. You would be in there clapping cheeks, and then gonna walk out like nothing, ha- nothing's wrong. All right, so I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something about <laughs> women that maybe Krista may not agree with this, but maybe she will. Um, Let's hear it. When it comes when it comes to a woman and she's cool with her mom, if a woman wants that dick, she's not giving a damn about her mama. She's thinking about that dick. For guys, we're thinking about yo. I don't want to disrespect your mama. Yeah, you know, her yeah, house, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. So why well, I say that some women cannot be shit because it's the peer pressure, it's temptation, man. Like oh, girl can easily be like yeah, my mom in the other room. Come on, man, let's do this shit. She don't give a fuck. 
we cool. We're probably going to do that shit. Even though we in our in, in our mind, we don't really want to do that. You know? Like, I, I've smashed before in my, you know, girl's house. It ain't cool. I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> but you still did it. You sound did you shit. feel a little bit used? <laughs> I did. Yo, Crystal, thank you very much. Man. I'm, up, man. Like, I, <laughs> I'm trying to open up to y'all motherfuckers, man. Yeah, no, I um, feel it. I, I feel, I'm feeling like you You felt a little bit used in that moment. I'm so did. sorry. Like, are, are, y'all, are y'all fucking like, serious I, right now? <laughs> yo, I bought the sheets up to my chest. And held them like with my hands together. Like. <laughs> you know what? I knew I knew I, knew I should I knew I should have skipped this topic tonight, man. No, you emailed me. Took a took a pump. We're we're gonna set up a separate separate trauma session for you after this. Oh, nah, nah, we good, man. It's, it's out now. It's out now. Oh man! Oh god! That's funny. You felt used, Tuck. Damn. Hey, oh man, man. Hey, man. It's, it's a double standard it's a double standard man. yeah we're breaking down barriers all right um so like we were talking about on the 90 day fiance there's a show called married at first sight and uh i know oh, I that show yeah and i know that you uh are looking at taking on different uh ventures uh obviously you got the divorce doc and uh you help men get back into the game um there was this show that came out, and I want you to break this down because we sent it to Tuck, and I think Tuck said, "Yeah, I think he went in the bathroom and cried after this one." So, <laughs> <laughs> so for, I want to play a clip from Married at First Sight, and then get uh, Crystal's perspective on it. Okay, let me hear it. To sit here and break down our relationship, thought we were have a really great day, but you've done turned it into a <laughs> therapy session. Just take some accountability. For once in my entire time of knowing you, just own something. I am owning it. This isn't a joke. Jamie, are you tired of doing this? Tired of winning, like a circle of emotions? I am tired. I really try. And I try to get to know you. And I try to be intimate with you. Oh, here you There's go. a lot of excuses that come up. Mm. And What? I'm still talking. We do have a lot of sex, Jamie. We do. That sounds like four times, five times that. Are you kidding me? I don't feel like they spend much more than that, though. Are you like a sexaholic? You have sex like at least once a day. Maybe I should ask Dr. Pepper what a healthy amount of sex is in a week and make sure you get enough sex. Because I'm just a sex. That's what I feel like to you. I'll make sure I your a lot of amount of times during the week. Oh, thank you. That'd be nice. Yeah, because you romance me so hard. This is the first time you've ever bought me flowers or anything. Not even like a back massage, nothing. You don't initiate anything. You just like, do basic like Caucasian sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we do not have Dr. Pepper on this show. We got you one better. We got the divorce doc. Could you break that clip down, ma'am? <laughs> and going completely off audio and not knowing what these people look like. Um, there's a couple things. <laughs> um, they are not emotionally connected at all. Um, she does not know how to take what he's telling her and digest it in a way that is open and receiving without being defensive. Mm. Um, I think, you know, in, I immediately heard her like turn on the fucking like defense, like put up the wall. And then it turns into what 
she isn't getting or like what he's not providing for her versus listening to like how he wants to connect with her. Cause that was the first thing I heard was like, I want to connect with you. I want to like, you know, build and like form a partnership. Um, but yes, men feel connected through sex period. Like it's in your DNA. There's nothing that you can do about it. Like women feel connected in their head and that's where they're not, um, aligning. Um, Really, the the other thing, though, is she sounds like a freaking brat a little bit. Like she talked about, like, not bringing her flowers, not getting her back massages. It, it also sounds like they are disaligned in the way that their love languages are. So if her love languages are being able to talk about or, or like, wanting gifts, then, like, essentially he has to bridge the gap on, like, providing that for her. But if it sounds like he wants connection and intimacy and probably touch, so they are also disaligned in their love languages and how they perceive love. Mm. Um, the Caucasian sex thing, I don't know. I'd have to di- dive a little bit deeper on that. Like, I don't know if she's see- like, cause she, she sounds kind of like she wants Caucasian sex, like saying she wants flowers and a back massage. No, I think uh, she said that from what I from, from what I took, it was, I guess it's just like, yo, straight missionary talk. Right. Uh, or like, yeah, like <laughs> on the side. When I heard of, when I- just when very I bland. Sex, like I thought of like you know like people that like count their pumps like one and two and three and four <laughs> and five yeah. and six switch like that and, 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 and I'm not I'm not saying this represents all of them because you know it's probably some some white people listening right now like hell no nah, I'd be trying to break that oh no I belong I to some know. groups that are like they 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 get all sorts of freaky so don't don't you worry about the white right. people <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm just saying like when I heard the the, the Caucasian sex for um hey i don't know why that made me laugh it's not funny but it made me laugh for some reason but it's um i think she was just saying like it's real like boring like all we do is just the same two things and it's quiet or you put kenny g on or something like that and we just kind of sit there and have sex next to your cat i don't fucking know yeah but and, and i think it goes like. two ways right like so if i hear caucasian sex i i go to kind of the idea of vanilla sex right like and um i actually had a, a conversation with I can't remember if it was a friend or a client, but we were talking about blowjobs and the fact that like they didn't feel comfortable as a man kind of telling their girl how they wanted their blowjob because they liked it a particular way. And I was like, (laughs) okay, Okay. I was like, like, but like, how are you going to expect her to know how to operate the machinery that you've owned for 40 years? Like, give her a hint on the damn instruction manual, like say like, hey, this is what I like, Um, you know put her head there, like do whatever you need to do to kind of like give her receptive feedback. If she's not open to it, that's another issue. But I was like, you can't expect someone to like be able to operate heavy machinery, like right off the bat perfectly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't, yeah, you got to read the instructions. Yeah. You, you've owned it for 40 yeah. years. You know the best, like you can get <laughs> off in two strokes. Like we, we need to kind of like, you know, we have a little of a users, a users like a manual that we need to kind of like <laughs> learning curve. and it's funny with like you saying that because like you said they they do obviously have different love languages uh she likes to be showered with gifts she wants flowers she wants what all the other shit they want and then i don't know like do you agree that dudes like as long as are you the type of dude i'm not gonna speak for you that like if you get if you get ass everything pretty much cool right no because i'm not a gift person like, like I don't even like no, expensive like, gifts. 
Yeah, we've talked like, about I'm that. Not, I'm, yeah. I'm not a gift person either. Like, I like gifts. I like when someone takes the time to get me things, but I define the word gift as as a, you know, white chocolate Kit Kat bar. Like, seriously, I'm happy about some little stuff. Like, yeah, 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 you yeah. thought about me. We didn't have to. That's me right there. And getting ads, I think, um, you know, I, I never think getting ads should be like, a gift. Yeah. I think it's kind of lame. Like, yeah, like you, you should know, only get BJ Valentine's Day. Like, uh, yeah. you, you gotta get your dick sucked from the back tonight. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> I want that <laughs> on the Tuesday. That's the problem <laughs> is when women use sex as a um, a gift. You know, a gift or like against you, right? It's like, oh, well, you know, you've earned enough points. I'm gonna give you sex. Like, no, like it should be. It should be something that they want to give it also. Like it's 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 a two way street, but like if that, that's how you guys are getting feeling connected to them, then they have to understand that that's how you're asking for your connection. Yeah, because if I think like it went I, I think that's like one of the number one for for me from what I've seen from obviously meeting different people throughout over the years and shit. Most of the times, like, when dudes, like, get to their points in, it's like, yo, like, shit, man, she be giving me ass, like, two times a month. And I'm like, well, damn. Like, what did you expect was going to happen? And, like, and you don't, and I don't condone it, obviously, if you got a family, kids and stuff. But that could be a reason to push a dude to the edge and be like, yo, I, I don't really want to fuck with you no more because you're not connecting on that physical side. You, But, but you, you, you're... You're right, but at the same point, guys can't use that as an excuse to fuck up. You just need to you just need to communicate. You know, hey, this bothered me. I don't like this. You put it on the table. Yeah, but if, if they but still if she, don't want to take the time and actually get the thing fixed, then I, I man, I guess YOLO. I don't fucking know what to tell you after that because the guys, you know, men and women have needs. I think it works both mm-hmm. ways. But and then the girl's just hurting herself because she's like, oh well, hell, screw him. He didn't take out the trash, so I ain't giving him you know sex tonight. But then she's sexually frustrated and pissed off too. So it's just it's a it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> uh, you mad at me because I take out the trash, so I'm not gonna give you no ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh, and then they'll hold that shit against you for like two weeks. See, hey, well, ladies, please don't do that because uh, we don't condone cheating because you know black men don't cheat. Um, but neither here nor there. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, there was a show that we had after we did a show with the NFL kicker Josh Kobe. Uh, me and Tuck, that was one of our, I, I thought it was one of my favorites because we got to kick, talk football, and uh, him and Tuck kind of hit it off and shit, and Tuck took over the show that, but that's neither here nor there, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we started talking about different, uh, uh, you know, I am, um, <laughs> just slight shots. Um, uh, we started talking about stuff that, like, we don't like for pet peeves and stuff. And I brought up something, and you thought I was the uh, fucking Satan himself coming back to Earth because Tuck and them tried to dress me down, and that's why I got scared uh, to put it out there. I said that I don't like if I'm dating a person for them to fart or, like, take a crap in front of me. And then Tuck thought I was crazy. You remember that conversation, Tuck? Oh, no, no. I, I'm... I'm... Basically remember that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I don't think I'm crazy because like if you got three bedrooms uh or three bathrooms in the house, you should have the decency and common respect to not do that in front of me. <laughs> right? Okay. But, but hold on. Let me, let, me, let me cut. But we didn't say that. Uh Crystal, um, you can go back and listen to the show, but I brought up the point that 
if you have a one bedroom, mm-hmm. one bath, and all you have is you have one bathroom, what are they supposed to do? Like, you know, like, I'm not saying you put to go out there like, hey, babe, you got a shit? Okay, let's do this. Like, no. If she got to go, she got to go. Y'all should be at that level that, you know, you hear it, it happens. It, it, you can't stop the shit. <laughs> Chef, on the other hand, was pretty much like, no, she needs to go outside or she go up the street or something. I'm thinking like, what? No, like, well, he I'm... thought that was like... <laughs> Okay, let me weigh in on this. So, <laughs> so one, um, I do personally also like to live in the world where my man, like, I like to be a unicorn. Like, I, I don't fart. I don't poop, like, in his eyes. Like, I just, like, that is something that does not happen in my world. Um, if I were to be in a one-bedroom, um, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, what kind of bowel issues are your girls having right now? Like, that they got to go right now. Like, I mean, unless I got to pee, like that's one thing. Like there, oh, there's one thing that my ex-husband's knew was like, there's three times to not mess with me, which is when I ha- I'm hungry, I have to pee or I'm tired. Like God bless my second husband. There was one day the trifecta happened. And I was like, okay, you just need to back off for a hot minute. Cause like, I'm going to lose it. But pooping, like, I don't know. I, I, I think it can wait. Like I don't, Unless she's got some major issues going on for the moment, like I, I don't see why it needs to happen in the same room. I'm just saying, not same room. Like, yeah, I'm not saying she got to run in there and do it. Like, baby, come in here. She got a chair. And you sit next to her while it's going on. No, but you know, hey, trust me, you can eat something and don't sit right your stomach one day. <laughs> um, why are you in the yeah, bathroom though? Happen. Like, are you but, showering? You know, like, I'm not explain. Saying, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying you're in the same bathroom. I'm just saying we said the same building, like the same apartment. Well, I never stayed in a one bedroom, one bathroom. I always had two. That at a minimum, sir. So there's a door, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a door. There's okay, a door. Then, yeah, like as long as the door's closed, I don't see an issue. <laughs> well, damn. Okay. Need to talk, all right. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just saying, man. Like I like people to be confident, be yourself. I ain't say like man, I'm in the shower, just let one go. That's rude. But <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just, I think there's some level of like mystique and mystery that should be with a woman. And like, you know, if someone's very comfortable with themselves and like being the fart in front of a man, good on them. I just like having some level of like femininity and, and mystery. And that's so just my you own think, personal you think, you think, you think mystique and mystery within a woman falls within her past half, she farts in it, or if she passes gas, you think that like all the mystique and mystery just kind of just shoots out? Yeah, it passes through her ass like when she farts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unicorns and rainbows, boys. Unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, I, got I understand. So there was a, a look at that woman who like you worship, right? Like say she's your dream girl and you know, you're like, wow, she's perfect, she's beautiful, she's all these things, and you like you equate her to all these fabulous things, and then she rips one. Like Yeah, no, maybe don't get it comfortable twisted. with I, I, like I get what you're saying because yeah. uh, you know. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying I completely agree with you, but <laughs> I get it, you know, and the, the, the first time, the first time, um, the first time I actually, I'm not gonna say her name or nothing, but when I was young, you know, and I used to always talk that good shit, like, yeah, girl, be comfortable around me, smart, pass gas, girl, it's uh, you're normal, you're human, whatever. Well, the one time. <laughs> that I walked inside the bathroom and, and the lights was off. I don't know why she was shitting with the lights off, but 
I walked in. I didn't realize it. And when I turned the light on, um, I don't think she even expected me to come home. And at the point we saw eye to eye, I heard it. And it was like loud and it dropped down to the toilet. And she was like, get out. And for some reason, I was scarred. I was like, oh, oh shit. And so it's one thing to talk a good game. But when you actually see it, you're right. It fucks like, you up, it man. It fuck you up mentally. I think yeah. I had PTSD. Yeah, you can't unsee but that. I'm not saying that, but I'm not saying that, like, you know, if a girl farts or something, like, she walking by the little, you know, the little, little cute farts y'all do. Um, well, you don't do it because you're a unicorn. But, you know, the little <laughs> cute stuff y'all do, do it, everything. It's like, if it comes out, she walking by, blah, whatever. That's a light. That's light. No, and, and I'm not going to say it's never happened in my marriage. like. I'm not saying that it's never happened. Like, you know, in the night, you, you know, you're sleeping and you get like, you know, and, and it happens like when, especially when you're sleeping sometimes, but it's never been acknowledged. Like we've just kind of like pretended like it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I went. Pretend like that shit didn't happen. All right. Yeah. Goddamn. We already see a lot from women and shit, man, having kids and all that. Like I don't need to see you shitting, man. But anyway, uh, speaking of people unseeing stuff, uh, everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is, right? Aaron Rodgers. Um, he used to date a chick named Olivia Munn. You right, Tuck? Man, that's my baby. Oh, yeah, Olivia Munn. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, obviously, they they dated for three years from 2014 to 17. Uh, recently, she was on this podcast, I believe. Uh, I don't think it was a radio show. And she spoke to uh, the way that they had sex. And it could be Caucasian. Um, to say the least, uh, but she said that when they would have sex, he wouldn't want the lights on. Right. And he always yeah. would do it on the side, spooning from the back and never would look at her in the <laughs> eyes. Uh, and obviously why she's talking about this in 2020, um, being that they broke up for three years, uh, she's a scorned woman. So she further goes on to say in that interview that she believes by that, position and the way that he didn't want to look at her and have eye contact that she believes he is um gay Tuck, how do you feel about that comment sir <laughs> <laughs> um listen man, i can't i mean i don't know about the whole gay thing maybe boring um Caucasian-ish. Vanilla, yeah, yeah. A lot. yeah you can think of a lot of stuff um but the thing about it, I'm not surprised of that because I've heard women describe guys as born as possibly gay before. So I don't know why they directly go to the gay thing. Because I think Olivia Munn's a, a attractive woman. I think she has a funny ass personality. But um and she comes off probably like a big ass freak. But I mean maybe she was bored, but like you said earlier, Chip, maybe she was still scorned on how this thing broke up. Because yeah. I don't see too many women having sticking with a guy for three years if a you thought he was gay and b if the sex is that boring <laughs> yeah three years is a lot to invest like that's that's a long, long time man three months got you but three years like that's a that's an investment right there crystal what was your breakdown divorce doc of that <laughs> so i listen i listen to the uh the podcasts i i do agree like i think you know bringing it back up this late in the game is there's still some resentment there for sure. She's probably still kind of scratch her head going like what it was or what it isn't. I do also think it might be a publicity ploy because I'm like, let's be honest. What has she done recently? Like, was she ever even a B list actress? Like, 
I don't. I like I told. I don't. Uh, I don't know any of her body of work. Yeah, she did. She was one X Men. Um, I do know that the Rogers family, like, because I did watch the few seasons of Bachelorette when uh, his brother was on it. I do know that they have some rift, and that Olivia Munn was a large part of it. Um, but they they all don't talk about it. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, I can actually relate a little bit. Um, so my first marriage, I don't know if my ex-husband ended up being gay. This is marriage number one, people. Don't, don't get wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, he, I actually found pictures of him online as a cross-dresser um, the day I got married the second time. So, like, there was some underlying Tuck said, hold on, hold on, what? <laughs> You said what again, Chris? He was a crossdresser. Um, I found pictures of my ex-husband as a crossdresser. Like he looked like an ugly ass B. Arthur. Like he was, he had messed <laughs> with the wrong person who had taken photos of him in a hotel room. And I found it on Facebook the day I got married the second time. It was crazy. <laughs> and so you, we talk about things that make you go hmm, and you're like, yep. <laughs> red flags the whole way through. And and Olivia probably saw them, um, kind of like how I did, and she just buried her head because you know what? She's like, okay, well, fuck it. He's a he's a football player. He's a star. We're gonna like build this shit together, and we're gonna have this fame. And so she buried her head in the sand, is what I think. Like she, if there was indication, she kind of like completely overlooked them all. Hmm. hmm. I don't know. Maybe because maybe he just I don't know like maybe Aaron Rodgers is tired I don't know like but I like Tuck said I just find it hard to believe and I agree with you because she could have buried her head head in the sand just based off of his uh, power his uh, fame mm-hmm. and his money but uh, for you to stay with somebody for three years and y'all just doing it uh, spooning and he don't want to look at you and he always turn the lights off that's kind of I don't really. They don't add up. You know what I mean? Tuck, like, we always say, man, I ain't dumb. I'm dumb, but I ain't plumb dumb. You know what I mean? Right. Plies would say, but. I mean, I, I think if, I think if um he he was in a relationship with um Danica Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he still is. Now, I thought they broke up, oh, actually. Maybe. But whether they already not, whatever. Now, if Danica Patrick comes out years later and say something similar then mm-hmm. <laughs> right, <man. laughs> like a duck quack like a duck <laughs> so, yeah. oh man see and, and that's my thing is like just just own who own who you are right like if, if that's his thing like i mean obviously being a celebrity he's probably a little bit more apt to be like yo i kind of like dick but like you know if you're just a normal human being like just own your truth because like for me like when i knew my marriage was ending um the the Tick, like the exact point where I was like, yup, done, was when he was like, I would love for you to dress up like a man and I would like to dress up like a woman. I'm like, nope. And that was the <laughs> end. I'm like, I can't unsee that, you know? So, um, I mean, Crystal, Crystal yeah. uh, quick question for you. So, with your ex and you saw the cross dressing stuff, yeah. the picture, would, would it ever, you said you married, even when you found a picture, you still married him, right? No, this was a first no, so, Okay, that's the first one. Okay. Okay. Now, now that you saw those pictures and when you saw it, did you it, it, was there ever a time that like stuff in your closet went missing and you was like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so did many times. You ever go back and was like, oh, this motherfucker probably took my heels. No, and that no, I found I found underwear that wasn't mine, but they were like bigger, <laughs> like and like. You know, and there was, there, 
Let's go. I actually have confirmation from one of my male friends that my ex, um, she, uh, like, hit on him when they were in Amsterdam. So there was all these things. So even after we got divorced, everyone's like, yo, we always thought he was gay. I'm like, you people couldn't have said something? Like, I got pissed. But for me, I was I had my head in the, in the sand. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm eight years into this relationship. I'm too old to start over. I was dumb and, like, you know, ignorant and too fearful of, like, you know, being on my own. And if I had to go back and slap my 25-year-old self over the head, I would. But I can't. So, like. I, I, I understand probably where Olivia Munn is. Um, but I think, you know, that's also part of like owning who you are, right? Like if, if my ex had come at me from day one going like, Hey, this is what I like. I'm kind of into this. Um, it would have been easier to accept than finding these things after the fact. And I think right now everyone is a lot more open sexually than they were, you know, 15 years ago. But I think it, it's a large part of it is like, being honest with yourself about what your likes, what your kinks are before you really kind of like go out and try to find someone. Cause if you can't be honest with yourself about it, then you're wasting someone else's time. Yeah. Well, right. cause could you, so you're at the point now you could date a dude that is a cross dresser, but isn't gay. No. Um, <laughs> I thought you said if he was open and told if, you about he's it. Open, if he's open, I would at least like be able to understand where they're at. I think for me, I need like an alpha male. Like you guys see how I am. Like I need an alpha male in my life for sure. Like I couldn't have someone who's more feminine than I am. Because um, I can't be in my feminine um, heart with, with someone who's like, you know, very soft and um, probably steals my dresses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a lot to unpack right there yeah it's just, it's, it's, way too many panties in the house like, yeah, that's, like, yeah. yeah it's too much it's too much uh but uh before we i mean well y'all could like dress up together like i mean it probably is cool like i guess like i don't condone it <laughs> but <laughs> so would you have a cross dress <laughs> Uh, really? Because really? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I ask, no, when you well, asked. No, because well, that, like, no, no, but listen, that's like me asking you. You know, okay, everyone has those questions that if you think you know somebody, you don't have to worry about asking that question. Yeah, I know. Like, I, hey, I, I, yeah, yeah. Like, Chip, would you, you, you know, we were having a topic about, you know, I listened to the Biggest Falls album and he was saying how he like shitted a piss on a girl. And, you know, we started talking about topics like that. And I'm just like, you're Chip. You let a girl piss on you? Come on, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. That was a dumbass question. All right, I'm gonna get yeah, myself, man. I'm gonna get myself irresponsible mentor of the week. On that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but before we wrap up, we had one question that somebody wanted to ask Crystal, and I know Tuck, you can weigh in on it because, well, I think I can too, but not really. But I know you experienced it, and I don't know if you have Crystal. But one question was. A person wanted to know your advice and get your perspective on long distance relationships. What uh -huh. advice do you have? And Tuck, you can weigh on it too, because I know you experienced it. What advice do y'all mm -hmm. have on it and how can it work and what's its pros and cons? Yeah. Um and this so is coming from uh this is coming from Coven. I got you. Got you, Coven. All right. So I think first off, I mean, I, I actually made the mistake of jumping into a long-term relationship um, or a long-distance relationship very quickly after knowing someone. 
And that ended up in my second divorce because I had not done the work and I kind of had early attachment, um, which is what happens with a lot of people. Um, I actually ended a relationship um, in moving to Portland because the person was not able to kind of meet what I had set for my boundaries um, with moving here. So there's a couple points I want to hit on that. I think, you know, first off, like it's, you know, know who you're in a relationship with. Um, If it's like month two and you're trying to like work out a long distance relationship, it ain't going to work. Like you have no clue who that person is. Mm. So you're ultimately committing who you believe they are um, and committing out of fear of losing them. Um, If they are the right person for you, they will find a way to still kind of stay in your life without being committed. Like you can still be like, hey, I'm going to move here. I'm going to see what the world brings me. I'm going to date. If they're if they're the one for you, they will continue to show up in the right ways Um, Two, if anyone in this in this relationship, you or the other person is jealous, walk away now. Like if they have that jealous bone and I, I coach a number of men around this, like if the, if your girl's going to need to like look at your phone or wonder who you're texting on Facebook or like get triggered if you like something on Instagram, there's no way that your relationship is even going to survive long distance, let alone, um, you know, like trying to work through all of that jealousy that they hold. So that's number two. Number three, um, have a life. If you're moving somewhere, um, you know, and whether it's for a job or like, parting ways, like you cannot hold yourself up in your house. I mean, mind you, it's COVID right now. So everyone kind of is, but you need to still find a way to fulfill your life without having that person being there all around. And you can't like be in your shell just because they're not there. So finding a way to fill your cup, like keep active, be social, um, do all those things. Cause you then become very codependent on them as your main source of connection if you don't have a life without them. And number four, boundaries. Um, And this kind of ties back to the jealousy. I think ultimately, like I have a number of guy friends who have female friends, like knowing what that looks like um, for your relationship. Um, Because if they're the jealous type, or even if you just start going on meeting people, like being able to express what you're looking for and like, Hey, I'm going out tonight. I might meet up with some people. There's going to be girls there, whatever that looks like. And letting them know that, Hey, I, you might not hear from me for a day. Um, they need to kind of know what exactly the communication is going to look like. And that's a two way street of being able to understand what to expect from you and what you can expect from them. And if you can't align in those areas, then it's also not going to work for long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Uh, honestly, I have much. Don't I agree with pretty much everything she said? Um, the main part that she kept getting on is um trust. If you don't have the trust, man, nothing. I don't care if you're long distance or in in the same city, it would never work. You have to have that trust, and you have to have that confidence that you know it's going to work out. And most importantly, y'all both believe that y'all really want it to work out. Don't play yourself. Mm-hmm. If one person is walking there saying like. I really wanted to work and the other person that's staying at home, like, man, fuck this. I don't know, but next time I see this person, what's going to happen? You already lost the battle right there. You really have to both believe and make it work, make sacrifices, plan trips, do stuff like that. And everything will work out for you. I won't do another long distance relationship again, personally. But I don't see nothing wrong with him either, you know, to each his own. It's just that that's just not me. 
right now. It, it's a hard thing to do. It's very difficult. And um, it's a frustrating thing. It can be. But for the most part, if you really want to make it happen, man, have trust. Trust is your number one key. That'd be your best friend right there. Yeah, and it always, and I think like you should have open dialogue too, and then like just the communication. Like obviously, you shouldn't be jealous, like she said and stuff. And like Tuck said, you got to have trust. But sometimes I think people say stuff wrong. And COVID, I hope that helped you out. Like uh, obviously, if there's more questions, you know, hit me up on the side, and I definitely will pass it along. Um, but there was a conversation that needed to be had. Um, about an issue that these two people that were dating and they they sat down and I think the dude talked more and the way that the female responded I felt it was wrong and here's what that conversation sounded like I really want a relationship with you but I want us to be together every day I want to fuck you I want you to suck my dick I want you to cook for me I want you to take trips with me I actually want you to sleep over every day I want you to meet my family I want to meet your family too but I don't really want a relationship with you. And I don't want you talking to other niggas either. But it's like, you know, I can do whatever I want though. But just hold it down though. But it's not really a relationship. You're like my like you're like my best friend. You understand? Deal? <laughs> <laughs> so i felt that he was being honest okay um and i think she overreacted uh what listen <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. was he being honest was he not truthful on, keep, keep, yeah, no. keep going man my bad i'll say your piece i just i thought he was being honest and i didn't think she had to resort to violence she easily could have walked away. <laughs> That's Here's what opinion. I have to say that violence is never the answer. Um, he was being honest. I think the bigger thing for me is what exactly does he mean by relationship? Like, does he mean being exclusive? Because no, yeah, he says he says I want you to like you know f other 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 guys, but like ultimately like that's her on like she, again she should have walked away. She'd be like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna go out and like live my life. And um, I'm going to date other guys until you decide that, like, we can align on what that looks like. But, yeah, yeah silence is the end. <laughs> it you think he deserved that shit, right? Man, if he didn't deserve all the hands, <laughs> honestly, you, you, you can be honest all you want. And that's great. That's cool. He's being honest. But man, be realistic. That's the problem. Right <laughs> be realistic. You you are asking for unrealistic shit. Like you just better off just saying like, "Yo, man, let's just be fuck friends. You do you, I do me. When we want to get together to see each other and fuck, let's make that happen." But you giving out rules like, "Listen, I want my dicks up. I want you to do all this." I'm going to do this, this, this. You, you can't, can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I I would approach him to articulate that in a little bit of a better fashion that's more respectful i would have coached him to shut the fuck up and never mention that shit again ever yeah i would have told like, him that's I, what coached him. I, I would have told him son and <laughs> you know what that means <laughs> like son like, like yeah i think though i get i get what he's saying but you just had a better way you do it you're better off just saying like hey that's just be friends with benefits mm-hmm. that's it you that's it you kill the whole you you everything you wanted you're pretty much going to get without being stubborn because you're a fool if you really think that a woman 
is going to sit down and stay with your raggedy ass. And you're like, yo, I'm about, I just want you to suck my dick, but I'm going to get all this stuff. I'm going to fuck all these girls. I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to go out. You stay your ass at home and wait on me to suck my dick, but that we cool with that. See, I, but, but know, what's the alternative, leave. right? Like, at least he said it, because other guys would just, like, do that on the back end and like, <laughs> girls, girls, but not articulate it. And meanwhile, this girl, he's string her along, oh, baby, I love you, I do these things, like, whatever, and keeping her as his main, like, main girl to, like, do all these things, and then meanwhile, he'd be, like, dating other girls on the side, but not saying it. So he said it, mind you, he got his ass whooped for it, but... I'm not knocking for saying it. He's saying, I think, he's been honest. At the same point, you got to think five steps ahead. You cannot, you know what's going to happen. Even if that girl was just like, okay, yeah, sure, you can go do your thing, I'll be right here. That shit only gonna last for so long. Yeah, and and I I think, I, and I'm I'm being I'm being I'm I'm not being truthful when I say it was it's wrong for her to hit him, but like, bro, what did you expect? Because I I, I don't know any, I know 97 percent of women probably would have threw hands at you too if you said that, because it's like you trying them, like you triggering them. So that's why you should articulate it better. But hey, Coleman, I know that you're gonna be going through a long distance relationship. Let's not have that conversation. So try to have it a little bit different if you want that to happen, man. But and man, if you're gonna say, and if you're ever gonna say something like that, say it over the phone, man. Don't catch some hands. Yeah, don't yeah, make sure you at her house. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, make sure you at her house because she can break her own shit. And if you're not at the house, just say it over the phone, all right? Or be in a public place. Yeah, like man, women don't care about that. <laughs> at the police department in the lobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, but it's been a good show. Uh, we wanted to get y'all uh, a show out this week and stuff. Uh, I know a lot of stuff crazy has been going on, but wanted to give y'all a little bit of co- uh, comedic relief and stuff. And I don't know. Uh, we're going to try to get tr- tucking that dick on dick on demand shirt, probably a tank top. Uh, so pictures coming soon. <laughs> nah, we'll get on, it. Man. <laughs> hey, man, can we just end the show? You just said, you just said, we're going to try to get tucked some dick, some dick, dick. No, I want to do this. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. We're not going to try to get tucked no dick. We're going to, well, <laughs> Fuck it, no. Tuck don't need no dick, man. We 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 done, man. Man, Alright, it's been your boy Chip T. You know where to find us. Uh IMS Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at Chip T underscore nine oh four to Crystal. Oh God. I am on Facebook at Crystal.morris three seven six and launching divorce doc website this week. So you'll see me soon. And last but not um, least, a good brother. Your boy Tuck underscore thirty three at Facebook, uh, not Facebook on Instagram. Hey, and let's uh get this hashtag going. Uh, get Tuck some dick. All right, it's baby boy Chip T. We out. <laughs> <laughs> that is so irresponsible. 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 Mentors. Irresponsible. Mentors. Irresponsible. Mentors. That is so irresponsible.